0: Presented by Ingle Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the dawn of football. I get we had week zero last week, but who cares?
2: I mean, when your best game is Northwestern Nebraska, I don't know that we can really call that
1: day one. Indeed. Today. We can consider today, day one of the 2022 college football season. We've got we've got action tonight. We got the backyard brawl. Take me home to the place I belong. The West Virginia Mountaineers taking on the Pittsburgh Panthers for the first time in ten years. It's disgusting that we allowed this to
2: not be played for ten years.
1: Well, I mean, you know, that's what happens when uh, both teams leave their respective conference. One bolting to the Big 12, the other a year later to the ACC. I guess they could just never find an, a non-conference game open date that they could get together. It's because Pittsburgh was scared. I, I, oh,
2: I, look, I was. get it. I
1: of course it I was. would not want to take us on either. <laughs> Pittsburgh versus West Virginia. It's the rivalry game. Renewed. Two USC transfer quarterbacks facing off. It'll be 7 o'clock tonight that we get the kickoff of that game we also have purdue in action against penn state a big 10 battle to open up week one that's real
2: life actual big boy football yep and at the end of this here program you're gonna get a bonus jeremy goes bonkers
1: and i have got some dog bangers for you today all of your picks will be coming up at the end of the program so you'll need to hang on with us Through the three hours here, we will uh, obviously keep you entertained as we always do here in the Ingalls studio. Always brought to you by Ingalls supermarkets, low prices, love the savings, and yes, we are heard on 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 locally. But it doesn't matter. You don't have to be local. You can take us with you everywhere you go with the iHeartRadio app absolutely free to listen on the app this absolutely free to listen as, or and watch on the YouTube stream just go to the sportsocracy.com click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat uh we got a lot going on today obviously with the kickoff of college football in earnest we got Russell Wilson getting paid by the Denver Broncos not sure anybody should be shocked by that but you shouldn't be shocked
2: by it but i'm not sure you should be as happy about it as people seem to be
1: really we'll talk about that coming up in just a second is this the new baseline for the lamar jackson deal college football playoff expansion is being talked about tomorrow there's a big meeting on it is it going to be 12 teams is it going to be 16 teams? And there is, is a be...
2: there is a huge discussion about my favorite word, fair. Yeah. Is it fair?
1: <laughs> my take may not be what you think. All right. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, college football sleepers for the upcoming season. Jeremy has his, uh, you know, he's been looking at all the lines. He's been looking at all of the odds.
2: And basically what we're trying to find is who is going to be my little Cinderella boyfriend this year. I need to find a replacement for Kansas State because, frankly, I cannot put money on Adrian
1: Martinez. I value my money too much for this to be Kansas State again. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know that you can. But uh, Jeremy's uh, Jeremy's got his sleepers that we'll talk about in the four o'clock hour as well. In the four o'clock hour, top of the four o'clock hour, as always, on a Thursday during football and basketball season, we will talk with the voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels, Jones Angel. Talk about that Florida A and M battle that was well at least in the first half uh last week see what the tar heels got going for this week as they go to kid brewer stadium to take on the appalachian mountaineers all of it coming your way here on espn Asheville inside the ingles studio i also have
2: inside information about a topic we have talked about multiple times that directly affects your team my team your team the georgia Bulldogs. nope the tampa bay buccaneers okay we'll get into that later in this year program all right all right i to have inside one. knowledge that
1: everything is not hunky dunky. uh-oh yikes plus we'll get just a bit outside weird news and don't do crimes all of that coming your way over the next three hours russell wilson he's getting the big contract from the denver broncos they didn't make this trade for nothing no, I mean, you knew he was going to get the deal. Of course. Of course. And it comes in at five years, $245 million, $165 million guaranteed. And in the words of one Mr. Chris Rock, good Lord, that's a lot of money. It is, but he's worth it. Is he, though? I mean, Russell is Wilson's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. In his first ten years in the NFL, no other guy has more wins than he does in the history of the league. Russell Wilson is blank. What have we heard since the day he well before he was drafted, with with NC State, with Wisconsin? Russell Wilson is a winner, winner, and that's what the Denver Broncos want to do. And you pay winners. And I'm just gonna say that
2: Super Bowl's been a long time ago. It was this uh, this contract goes on for a long time and be really honest with yourself is this a guy you think's gonna age particularly well you think at 38 paying him 50 million dollars you're gonna be going all right i value we're a super bowl champion maybe not that's the part i don't understand you have been far more dogmatic on the on the denver broncos than i have for since this move was made Mm -hmm. i like russell I have no issue with Russell. I just feel like you're spending money in an effort to do what? You a Super Bowl contender? Not yet. Are you going to be? You may be. Well, you have no draft picks. You didn't this year. You don't next year. Mm -hmm. You don't have a whole lot of money. You got a whole lot of guys that are coming up that do you want to pay them? jerry judy you giving him a uh, you throwing a bag at him
1: they probably will
2: albert okoy you throwing a bag at him
1: no you're I gonna mean, it have depends. to it depends on
2: how it goes you're, you're going to have to why uh what else are you gonna do I you're gonna have to keep this team you're, largely you're intact. intact your little your little boyfriend greg dulcich he made he may hey. surprise everybody hey.
1: and have the greatest rookie year a tight ends ever had
2: i love greg dulcich mm-hmm. i think he's a great player I'm just looking at this Bronco team going, I feel like I've read this book before of the team that goes all in. And, yeah, you're good. And, yeah, you're competitive. Mm -hmm. I just don't really think you're a threat to anything. Tell me the team in the AFC. What is your line in the AFC next five years? You have to bet your house on who wins more games. You taking Seattle against the Buffalo Bills am i taking seattle or denver Denver. sorry okay sorry
1: (laughs) i was like wow. he's wearing the seattle jersey in the
2: picture on my screen i saw it out of the corner of my
1: eye oh i'm
2: i will take the bills taking buffalo are you taking them against baltimore no are you taking them against kansas city Mm -mm. the la chargers Mm -mm. okay so you're at five at best yes and i didn't say anything about the miami dolphins the jacksonville jaguars the new york jets i know that sounds weird all of those teams are really young yes and i will which means I will they're going take denver over all of them. i wouldn't i wouldn't over any of the three teams i just said really because denver's gonna get old in a hurry mm-hmm. in a hurry those other teams aren't i get why you did it i'm not banging on you for doing it okay i just don't really know what you think you're gonna get out of this uh i we- said this when they made the deal The only thing that just changed for Russell Wilson is his area code and the logo on his helmet. Everything else is pretty much the same.
3: You got a mediocre line in
2: front of you. You got nice-ish weapons. Your running game's better now. Mm -hmm. You don't have Pete Carroll. You're not in a division where you have any layups. So, I mean, good for you. It's a great day. If you're a Bronco fan, happy
1: times are here again. I'm just not sure I'd be buying the futures here. Yeah, buying the futures is is one thing but i mean you can't really i don't feel like there is a well-rooted argument against signing russell wilson to and to the extended contract
2: well i'm not gonna level i didn't love the fact to trade for him in the first place there's a huge difference between the la rams going to get matthew stafford as the point man on a roster that was already done Mm-hmm and Denver going to get Russell Wilson with a rookie head coach, people seem to just act like that doesn't matter. It does. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. And you just have a lot of questions around this team. Is Jerry Judy actually a good receiver? I mean, I believe he is. He's a Sasquatch. Yeah, We we believe he's a little green man coming out of a UFO. We, we believe. I've just never seen it. Corlin Sutton, is he – actually really good yes coming off the injury i've never seen it i, I saw it before that mm-hmm. and then he got paid and then he got hurt mm-hmm. and he's a guy
1: there's a lot of but you're he's, a guy but he's also not had high high level quarterback play i mean does that not matter see that's the thing is like okay we haven't seen jerry judy make the leap that we all expect or the impact that we expected him to make when he came into the league courtland sutton hasn't made the recovery in the stats since the injury okay but who was their quarterback last year oh it was drew lock so big, all right, difference, so, a all right, big so, difference
2: and, I, and I, not as big as you think at least not statistically really history of fantasy football will prove to you good receivers get theirs i don't give a damn who their quarterback is. <laughs> okay DK Metcalf if you're drafting fantasy leagues over the next few days I'm just
1: I, I love you, just keep throwing that name in there still gonna get his despite... I took him
2: in the seventh round of a draft last
1: night yeah, this... and laughed a lot despite Geno Smith being there he'll still get his don't care I don't care you're asking for a lot
2: mm-hmm. Corlin Sutton's had 1,000 yard re- receiving year in his career other than that he's a 700 yard guy how many yards does Jerry Judy have in his life in the NFL 1800 yards you're way too high am i 13 with three touchdowns that's what i'm saying is that i feel like the expectation here is this is la rams 2.0 you went to get the you went to get the great quarterback who now comes to a, a stalwart franchise and everything's just gonna be almost exactly as it was in seattle it's a 10-7, 11-6 team that goes into the playoffs, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't give you a snowball chance at Atlanta against any of the teams I just said. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that changing. It's very rare that you give up virtually all your draft capital for two solid years, and then you get better. That's just not how this league works. The Rams were already built. The Rams drafted Cooper Cup. They went and made the, the move for Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. They added a lot of guys down the line. And I'm just going to be honest, Denver's not the best drafting team I've ever seen. I can argue they're one of the 10 worst in the NFL. And now you're going to have to be the Rams because you are paying that huge amount to the quarterback. You you don't get to miss. that. That's the whole problem. That's what nobody wants to talk about. I've listened to Mike Mayock hatred for three days because, oh, he missed on all the first round picks. Go back and look what he did from round two on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wasn't nearly as bad as you think. That's the reason the Raiders are good. I give you a handful of teams that draft well in the first round and then can't play dead in the Western beyond that. You know what those teams tend to be? Seven, eight, nine win teams. Mm -hmm. Great. You have the stars. There's nothing else there. One injury, what happens? Dead. And that's what Denver is. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this is much riskier than it's being made out to be. And that's not a slight at Russell Wilson. This is like jumping in line at a movie theater. You were 50 people back well now you're 25 doesn't mean you're getting a seat how many tickets are left uh, five okay well that's fantastic you just really irritated 24 people and didn't actually elicit anything
1: and that's kind of what i see with denver did they pay too much for russell wilson and, and just to did to be they extend him too long just to be clear
2: the answer to both of those is no you did exactly what you had to do mm-hmm this is just one of those times i am not a fan you're the i want to be competitive guy yes you're the i want to win 11 games just give me a shot and maybe you never know what I- yes i want to win i it's super bowl or nothing and when i'm forking over a quarter of a billion dollars i need to be in the top five
1: you're not in the top 10 and that's where my issue comes in you are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400.
4: Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home. When it's time to buy, visit your local home trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage.
3: Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: The Ph.D. weight loss program is causing one thing that is a no-no in sports, and that's tanking. The numbers on my scale continue to tank. I am now down nearly 85 pounds in just over six months. It's the easiest weight loss program I've ever been on. Their healthy nutrition has changed my life. When
2: I originally met with Dr. Ashley Lucas, my goal was to get back to a weight where I could work out, be committed to physical activities, and do the things that I enjoyed doing. In just half a year, I've gotten back under my high school weight. I'm sleeping
1: like a baby. I'm going back to the gym, and it's all thanks to the planning program of phd weight loss i am knocking down that door of 210 pounds now and it's a level that i never thought i'd be at in my adult life phd in my opinion has saved my life they can help you turn around your weight loss problem as well just go to myphdweightloss.com phd weight loss the official weight loss program of the clemson tigers and their fans
0: The sportsocracy. That is some good clean family
2: fun there, eh? Scott?
1: The Russell Wilson five-year contract extension with the Denver Broncos now puts him third in the league in guaranteed money. Obviously, behind the $230 million that the Browns gave to Deshaun Watson and the 189 and a half million guaranteed that the cardinals gave to kyler murray is this going to be the baseline is this the basement for a lamar jackson contract with the baltimore ravens
2: i f- and this is just my takeaway i feel like this should have been the hot poker to the tookus of the baltimore ravens because i started thinking about this we talked about uh, about lamar earlier this week mm-hmm. there are two just nightmare scenarios that are coming right behind you that make me think you can't franchise tag him okay justin herbert and joe burrow mm-hmm. because if russell Wilson's going to get 250 million dollars what do you think those two are about to get pat mahomes type deals oh it'll make the pat mahomes deal look like a tonka toy really i won't be shocked if both of them hit 500 million dollars okay. won't be shocked in the least as a matter of fact i'd be shocked if they didn't mm-hmm. and so if you're baltimore you've got to be looking around going all right there are no more dominoes left to fall it, it's it has been decided what this will be mm-hmm. the number is going to be five years 250 million dollars that's this is what lamar will get i promise you yes now it's just a question of how much will you guarantee and you've got roughly seven days to get this done Mm -hmm. because if you let this get close i would argue he'll say okay franchise me franchise me wait till you see what happens on the other side because i do firmly believe 500 million may be low could be herbert and burrow are going to break the bank It will be a deal. Both of those will be deals unlike anything you have ever seen. Mm -hmm. And now I'm almost to the point if I'm in Baltimore, all right, I'm competitive. I do not have the problem I just said with with Denver. I look around. This roster is good enough. I have drafted well enough. I've drafted better than anybody in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I have a window and a 25-year-old quarterback. Do I love the fact that I'm going to have to pay him $50 million? No. Is it going to preclude me from doing
1: it? Also no. No. It shouldn't. I've I've been curious this whole time as the I would just love to be inside that room, inside that room with Steve Bisciotti, and Harbaugh and the rest of the gang, DeCosta. What what's what's the holdup? Why have you been why have, why have you been waiting so long? Did they just want to see a market correction after Deshaun Watson and now you've seen it? Now you've seen it with Kyler Murray and his. Hundred and eighty nine and a half million guaranteed, and now you've seen Russell Wilson get his deal. Well, I mean, because it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It, it is
2: terrifying for somebody who is Lamar Jackson makes his hay on his athleticism. I'm gonna say this. I was with the guys at Fred Anderson Nissan earlier. Their GM is built like a Greek god. I am built like a trapezoid. <laughs> He is a little bit older than me, and I have always said, people built like me, you don't see a lot of us in our 70s. -hmm. You don't see a lot of quarterbacks that make their hay the way Lamar Jackson does, playing into their mid-30s. It tends to atrophy like a dairy product. Mm -hmm. And so for them, they're looking at the guaranteed money going, oh, that is a lot. That is a lot, that is a lot, that is a lot. And if you look at somebody, Michael Vick is a really good example of this. As soon as he got hurt the first time, what happened? Oh. Oh, you're not the same guy anymore, right? And that's the fear. Uh, in our YouTube comments, our one of our resident Raven fans, Stephen Tao, said, "Guarantee 165 million dollars." Lamar would laugh out loud at that. 100. percent He would laugh out loud. Of you think a tw- a 33 year old quarterback
1: is going to get the same guarantee that I do? Mm-mm. Are you out of your mind? I feel like this is. I-, I feel like the basement is still Kyler. Oh, I don't. I think it's higher than that no i'm i'm saying that's where i start if i'm lamar jackson i go in kyler murray got 189 and a half million guaranteed do better I, i was an nfl mvp exactly
2: i'm going to need not just more but drastically more
1: it's that drastically more where i think you're you you might lose the room but the choice What is, are you going to do exactly the choice is what are you guys this is do? like paying your taxes uh
2: okay you don't want to i i fully understand that what else are you going to do
1: right you going to call his bluff here we have talked a lot about the, the possibility that they could franchise him franchise him next year and then franchise him again the following year use up your franchises to avoid giving him guaranteed money long term that way you're kicking that can down the road long term you you guard yourself against the injury and losing that that investment but also you're just alienating him one step at a time you're dwindling down your opportunities to bring him back long term so if you only want to have a two-year window of competing for a super bowl with lamar jackson then okay, go that route. Do the franchise tag thing. But you're going to tick him off in the meantime. He's going to feel neglected. He's going to feel unappreciated. And you're going to lose him. Uh, But do you
2: give him the money? Satisfied satisfied Browns fan in our YouTube comments pointed out Lamar not having an agent. I'm going to be really honest about this. Usually, I put more stock in the agent than I do here. Mm -hmm. because i'm not so sure i couldn't negotiate this deal because this really all comes down to the brass tacks the the offset language and things like that i don't really care if i'm lamar jackson i care about one thing i have been mr raven it's just like debo samuel all right you're using me in a way that is really hurting the backside Mm -hmm. because it's what i do now it's my time all right you have gotten all of the all of the flowers all of the things now i want to get paid and you said the kyler murray deal i i would not literally even acknowledge anything that wasn't 25 million dollars more than that if i'm lamar jackson you
1: come to me with 190 million dollars i will laugh you out of the room
2: Mm -hmm. it's a weird way to say
1: 215 yeah i was thinking five years 250 200 guaranteed I don't know that Lamar would say no to that if they if they put that in front of him. I, I don't think he would. They just haven't. And you need to. Well, I mean,
2: you're out of options now. It's not going to get any better. Mm-mm. You asked what has been the holdup. I think the holdup is that they thought at some point the, the ludicrous amount of guaranteed money was going to go away. It's not. Toothpaste is out of the tube on that one. It's not as crazy as Deshaun Watson, where you're guaranteeing every cent of it. Mm-hmm. So you've you've pushed you've pulled back a little bit from there. I'm not so sure if I was Baltimore to protect myself, I wouldn't load this kind of like the Russell Wilson deal where it's ugly in the beginning. you got to realize how many players they have on rookie deals that two, three, four years from now you're going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the upfront. I'll give you the guaranteed. But I'm going to be able to get out of it on the backside. I think that is the solution. Somewhere in the neighborhood, six, six at – 300 210 guaranteed and the last two
1: are not non-guaranteed but very low i've seen a lot of this uh you know discussions and prognosticating about does the russell wilson deal impact the lamar jackson trade or the the lamar jackson contract talks to me the answer is simple and it's no
2: to me the answer is simple and it's yes it is set
1: it has set the floor well, he's
2: a Super Bowl winner. He's also two presidential terms older than me. Mm-hmm. That matters. I, I, I think it was Dov Kleeman that put this out on, on Twitter. Jalen Rager got a four and a seven for Philadelphia. Now, it's a conditional four that could become a five. Amari Cooper got a five. Mm-hmm. One of them's an all-pro. All one of them's a bust. One of them is also younger than the other. And you don't pay them nearly as much. Not every situation is apples to apples. And this one is, Lamar Jackson, still one of the youngest quarterbacks in the league. So even if the last couple years are not ideal, I got a
1: four-year window.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just go get it done. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back, we'll get just a bit outside. black mountain get ready to rock dark city rock fest presented by elite events and promotions is coming to silverado's saturday september 17th starring saving able twenty dollars in advance 25 day of show and a portion of the proceeds will go to united way dark city rock fest with saving able Saturday, September 17th at WNC.com.
3: At Ingles, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings.
6: Boy, you must be outside your mind. The
3: sportsocracy.
1: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy. Time to get just a bit outside. And tomorrow, Braves fans, is your big chance. I don't know if you know about this. This was somewhat of a surprise in the building today that coming up tomorrow, Friday, September the 2nd, the hunk of metal that was given to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series is going to be in Asheville tomorrow. Yes, remember the uh commissioner calling it a hunk of metal, the commissioner's trophy, the World Series trophy from well, I, mean, the, I don't personally remember that, but you know, because, because baseball. baseball. Uh but yeah, the 2021 World Series Championship Trophy will be in Asheville tomorrow at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville from 5 until 8 p.m. you don't have to buy a ticket. It's just it's making its rounds. This is a one part of a 151 stop tour across Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama and Mississippi. The trophy, some of you may have already had your picture taken with it, maybe down maybe down at Truist Park, you went to a game or something, saw the trophy. Good for you. It was also at Harris, the casino out in Cherokee back in March but it will be in downtown Asheville tomorrow five until 8 p.m. again no ticket is required fans are invited to come down take their picture with the trophy and look I, I mean have you ever been close to a championship trophy in a major sport I know you've probably never been close to the commissioner's trophy in baseball because you shy away from everything baseball Jeremy but I've actually worn three world series rings I have multiple
2: friends that played in the league. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. there you there go. You, yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, funny. I actually know more baseball players than I know any other sport.
1: Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a cool thing to see the trophy. I've seen the commissioner's trophy. I've had my picture taken next to one up in Boston. It's a whole lot of fun. And so Braves fans, you don't have to you don't have to get on a plane and travel to get your picture taken with the trophy. You can do it tomorrow at the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville from five until eight.
2: If you're not watching us on YouTube, this is gonna prove why you should. You have no idea what I'm about to say. I don't. Do you? I don't. Jeremy swears he's got some kind of dirt on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I have heard for quite some time that the personal issue between with with Tom Brady the reason he won't talk about it is because it's hyper personal hyper personal well now i'm not the only one that apparently knows this okay new york the new york posts page six just broke the news that things are not good between tom and giselle as i figured and apparently it's not just bad it's She's relocated to Costa Rica, oh. and that's his problem. There have been people around the Buccaneers' facility. That's not good. NFL reporter Ben Volan was on the Callan Cow Cowherd show earlier and said, I do wonder where his head's at right now. He was so good at 44. There is no doubt in our minds that if Brady is fully committed, he will. he can have a terrific season at 45. But there are definitely signs that his head is not fully into it. Mm-hmm. I try not to be the body language police. But I was at Buck's practice yesterday, and he looked miserable. Oh. I, that's not official. Ouch. This is not no doubt territory. No, this is still rumor. But I am starting to think that maybe we have NFL Yoko. She has shown up to take it <laughs> down. I don't want to celebrate anybody's sadness. Right. But if I was going to. It would be
1: the person that has haunted my nightmares for the last 22 years. It would be Tom Brady. I I have had a feeling that there was something like that going on. I, talk, I talked last week, I think it was, that we were talking about this. And the, the, the rumor was that, you know, Giselle's not happy. She hasn't been happy for a few years now. Well, that the ru- that's been a play. rumor in
2: Tampa for two years. Yes. And apparently... And, and this is all conjecture, mm-hmm. all right? This is just, I had been told this previously, I was told this a year ago, and now it's being reported by somebody else so I can say it. I don't do gossip stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Real Housewives. I don't do any of that. I have been told apparently Giselle was not happy with the, well, I'm unretiring, I'm coming back,
1: and now she's apparently letting it be known. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a problem. So, she has moved out of the country. And I'm just
2: going to give a piece of advice. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, this is just me looking out for Tom. You might, you might want to keep her away from Zach Wilson. He has a bit of a <laughs> reputation for finding her a way moms. to uh, yeah. slide in those DMs. That's all I'm saying. Just don't let my young hotshot quarterback near your, your wife. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I
1: don't, I don't think that's going
2: to And she's friends with Zach Wilson's mom oh i do remember that would be that. the breaking news of the one. That, oh my god i don't know <clears throat> nope can't say that out loud <laughs> i can fake it you know where i was headed yeah but saying it out loud makes you a jerk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: tom brady the one thing that we all know about tom brady is that he has for for his entire career been able to shut off all the personal drama and be go and, and be ready to go at it and focus only on football when it's time for football to start. It's the only thing I have to go on to be honest with you. I don't know what's going on with Tom. He does look like he's a bit off attitude-wise. Like when he came out when, when he had that first response after the preseason game against the Tennessee Titans or no in the titans it was the the whatever the last game was and he had that response of you know there's a lot of crap going on and life throws curveballs at you and you just got to kind of deal with it and move on it's like not only was i focusing on the fact that he couldn't move his face at the moment um because <laughs> he clearly had botox while he was going. oh no doubt we all know this um But there was also that, I don't know that I've ever heard Tom Brady speak that way. Oh, no, there's definitely something up. It is a concern. But hopefully, the GOAT will be able to put it aside and focus on football once it all starts. What? Now he's covering his mouth. If you're not watching the YouTube stream, he's just bug-eyed and covering his mouth. What? Hit your button. Oh, my gosh. There's breaking news, and it's not going to be good for me, I can tell you.
2: It really has nothing to do with you. It's more—it's oh, okay. more dumbfounded me than anything. Utah guard Donovan Mitchell has been traded. Oh wow! To the Cleveland Cavaliers. Holy sm—did sch- they get Darius Garland back in the nope. deal? Nope. They will send Laurie Marcanen, Colin Sexton, and Oche Abaji. To Utah in a package for Donovan Mitchell, no picks? draft picks. Draft right. picks are also involved. That we just don't know what they like, are.
1: There's got to be. I, depending on what the draft pick compensation is on that, I don't know that I hate that for for Utah.
2: I don't. I I don't hate it. I certainly like it better than we got Quentin Grimes and Obi Toppin.
1: Woo! Right.
2: New York Knicks. I, you know, I just I I, I feel as though i just i, I want to go hug all of you all of you that pull for that dog water franchise i want to just go hug
1: you and tell you it's going to be okay didn't really ever make sense to me how how's new york gonna wind up with him you don't you don't have anything we want the and you one know, thing that we do want you won't give us and you know now that i'm looking at that
2: that cleveland team's gonna be good yeah they are that cleveland team is gonna be good and you better be really athletic to defend them too, mm-hmm. because they're not just going to be good; they're going to be good and fast. I mean, I know it's a football day, but that's that, that's a breaking news that, that you got to talk news. about.
1: That's, that's wow. I like it. I, I think I like it. Donovan Mitchell going to Cleveland. He's going to be a you know that team will be a contender in the East. Not you know not a Whoa. I don't think up there with Boston, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe, maybe they will be. Well,
2: we now know the draft pick compensation. Okay. Cleveland will send three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps as part of the Donovan Mitchell
1: deal. Deal. That is a whole mess. So now Utah has the five first-round draft picks that they got from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and they have three and two pick swaps with Cleveland. That's ten because there were pick swaps in the other one, too. Okay. Okay well how i mean mean, if you're if you're looking at the utah jazz going we got these two stars and we really you know we we really don't know we might have hit the ceiling with them Mm, what are we going to get back okay well i think you've
2: done pretty well uh am i the only one that wants to see a live reaction shot from mike conley just looking around going what happened uh where did everybody go can you name a starter on that team other than the ones I just said no their current starting five would be Mike Conley Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Boyan Bogdanovich not that one Jared Vanderbilt and Walker Kessler shoe buddy that is taking the Jeremy Green philosophy of if you're gonna be bad be bad 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 to a whole new extreme indeed good lord that team all- would lose to the and one guys that i just watched the documentary on mm-hmm. ray for alston would cook them like yesterday's <laughs> breakfast Ah,
1: uh, it's gonna be fine it's gonna be just hey, fine if you're gonna
2: be bad be real bad be
1: real bad and have three first round draft picks in every draft from now until six years from now
2: i, feel, I would also love to have seen donovan mitchell's face when they said we have traded you and he went big big apple here i come mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no. We're going to send you to the city where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. That's the, that's that's the perk. All right.
1: Benigan's on a Tuesday. Let's go. But let's go Cleveland. Now I know we talk a lot of smack about Cleveland, but is Cleveland? I've been. Is Cleveland not an upgrade from Salt Lake City?
2: I. I'm going to have to plead the fifth on that because I
1: don't think I can answer that question in an FCC way. Okay. I mean, I've never been to either of the cities. But I'm thinking, at least on marketing value, Cleveland's a definite upgrade over Salt Lake City. It
2: is, in a way. Salt Lake City's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it It's an upgrade over Utah. It is a
1: huge... Uh, downgrade from new york city no doubt but at least going to cleveland to be a part of a winning team and a team that can contend for at least a conference championship is better than going to new york and still being awful and facing all of that media pressure sure would it have been great to be able to go back home because he's from new york right he is yeah so he would have gone back home and but he would have faced all of the pressure from the media and all of that <laughs> yeah. david, i don't feel like this is a bad deal for donovan david evans olsen in
2: our uh, youtube chat said as someone who lives in salt lake city cleveland would be a massive upgrade
1: there you go there you go you are in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 a.m and 1400
3: roots and wings The two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. When I finally drove the old
1: car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
4: Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that, and that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage.
1: And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville, we haven't mentioned it in this hour, and I feel like it's time. It's time. If you haven't gotten in on the battle for the belt, you need to do so. The link is in the description of our videos on YouTube. Also, on all of our social medias, the battle for the belt $20 donation gets you in. If you are the winner of the season-long contest, you will take home. The sportsocracy custom championship fantasy football belt. Also a banger of a prize pack that we are putting together with our great sponsors here is worth over a thousand dollars already. And we intend to add to it throughout the season. So just cause you get in at a thousand dollar, $1,200, whatever the prize pack is worth currently doesn't mean that's what you're going to be taking home at the end of the season is going to be more than that
2: uh something i need to uh, touch on chris d said this in our youtube comments i'm not celebrating tom brady's sadness i'm a comedian that's what i do and i was saying he has brought me great sadness right so if i was going to eh, but i don't no i don't i I don't want bad things to happen it just makes a lot of things make sense makes sense why you won't talk about it too Mm -hmm. because i'll be honest with you if something's happening in my house i'm not going to come in here and talk about it no absolutely not but i'm not celebrating sadness. it was a joke because right. I have long said that he has brought me more sadness than any human in my entire life.
1: Hope that didn't come off that way. I apologize if it did. So get in on the battle for the belts. Like I say, the uh, link to get in is in the description of our YouTube videos. You can also find it on our social medias. Uh, you only have, well, you got you got a little over a week. A little over a week to make this happen. Uh, we will close down entries to... The contest on September the 9th. So that is next Friday following the opener of the NFL season. Oh, that felt good to say. NFL kicks off next Thursday. You know what else kicks off on a Thursday? College football tonight! To the place I belong. Oh, it's going to be so great. Jeremy's picks coming up at the end of the program. We did have some bad news coming out for a team in the NFL today. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are one of those teams that we've been looking at going, all right, you were the number one seed in the AFC playoffs last year. You lost A.J. Brown in the trade to the Philadelphia Eagles. So your offense already took a hit there how are you going to keep from taking a step back all right so other than derrick henry and you may disagree with this but other than derrick henry a.j brown was the best offensive weapon that they had no doubt uh i was gonna say you might disagree and say he's better than derrick henry or a better offensive weapon than derrick no i won't go that far i I think he's a very dynamic receiver all right so your second Best offensive weapon, gone. Gone to Philadelphia. Now, possibly your best defensive weapon, gone for the season. Harold Landry suffered a torn ACL in practice. Oh, so bad because the guy just got paid, and he just had a great year last year. Got a five-year, $87.5 million contract extension earlier this offseason. 12 sacks last year he was a huge role in the bounce back of that defense and now they're not going to have him and you still got Jeffrey Simmons so that's good but now it's all on Bud Dupree which Jeremy would you like to take away the hey it's all on Bud Dupree now uh yeah that's never worked well in the past when
2: he's been the only guy that's never worked well I would I'll be honest with you I would look for Tennessee to make some kind of move They were really thin at edge rusher, anyway. Mm -hmm. And look, I like Rashad Weaver as a, I I like him as a situational, developmental guy. I don't know that I could count on him for this big of a role. This was the kid they drafted out of Duke.
1: Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh.
2: You're thinking of a Denegy? Yeah, probably so. Well, there's a. Demichage Victor Demichage that DeMikage. plays for uh, Arizona yeah that's the guy was there's thinking. only so many uh well he played at Duke <laughs> <laughs> that limits it to very few right but a, a terrible injury for Tennessee that's yeah. that's that, that's really a painful one mm-hmm. Harold Landry doesn't get the the flowers that he deserves but I mean on the bright side you do still have Jeffrey Simmons most unheralded player in the NFL yes so I mean I, to me it's not a doom and gloom is just that hurts.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that even pushes just a little bit more of a difference
1: between you and the Indianapolis Colts. I would say so as well. Um because now because now it now you get into danger zone time. You lose well, you're another You're just dangerously one. thin. Yeah, you lose another one. Then what do you have? And I, and I don't really care who it is. It could be on offense, it could be on defense. You lose another star player. I mean, we've seen what injuries can do to contending teams. Baltimore Ravens, 2021. Also, the Baltimore Ravens had another injury. Another injury. Lost another guy for the year. Are you about to say the mascot? Their mascot! Poe! Come on. They, what they are we going to do? They put that out
2: there like, oh, Poe. It's, it's a dude in a suit. It's a dude in a suit.
1: I mean, I'm not going to do it, but. I don't think it's gonna be that hard to find a replacement so at, for him at Adam Schefter tweeted out earlier today that the uh I, I loved it because it was in his uh Adam Schefterism type prose of yes he will be gone for the rest of the season they plan to hold tryouts for a new mascot at some point this week I don't think it should be too hard to find some Baltimore Ravens fan who can wear that suit yeah I think they'll be just fine uh harold landry unfortunately gone for the year for the tennessee titans how how does that adjust your prognostication for tennessee now doesn't move it a game just really puts a massive onus on a
2: young secondary mm-hmm. and i would say that's a team to really keep an eye on to make a move they have two really young edge rushers uh on the other side of bud dupree but that's that's what this week is you'll see movement you'll see guys dropped you'll and it, it, like I said, it does not change my win projection for them. It's just another one of those things of the the
1: room for error is getting very minimal. It's almost four o'clock on a Thursday. You know what that means? We will do Tar Heel time with Jones Angel coming up after the Sports Center update next.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You
1: are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But
0: somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson
1: Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back in to the Sportsocracy and in the Ingalls studio here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 the sportocracy heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and we are seen everywhere live on youtube just go to the sportocracy.com click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat it is a four o'clock on a thursday and it is football season jones angel the voice of the north carolina Tar Heels, joining us for Tar Heel time once again and uh yeah week zero went uh went Pretty well for the Tar Heels.
6: Yeah, Tank, and, and good to be with you again. You know, Mac Brown said that he felt like it was the the perfect opener for his team, and uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, and most importantly, at least uh, when you're talking about football, the, the Tar Heels won the game. That that was the ultimate goal, and they did so with with ease, winning by more than thirty points in the contest. Um, you, you got to see, I think, some of those really young, exciting. Uh, Players, particularly on the offensive side that Carolina has, um, Drake May and Omarion Hampton and George Petaway and Gavin Blackwell and Bryson Nesbitt, you know, all these guys had some some great moments in this contest and uh, you could really see why Carolina is excited about what it has on that side of the ball. Um, but there were also plenty of things that, that need to get better. You know, Carolina stopped the run pretty effectively defensively, but um, was just too soft in the secondary and, and gave up too many passing yards, didn't really allow their, their talented defensive front to have a chance to get to the quarterback very often because he was able to get the ball out pretty quickly because uh, they had some receivers open. And so um, I, I think it, Carolina got everything it needed out of that week zero game. A win. Some experience for younger guys that will play large roles, and some pretty immediate feedback that tank you just can't get until you play somebody else. And so um, all those things went really well, and that leads up to a game where Carolina understands it's going to have to play better um, than it did last week to have a chance to win this week as it heads on the road to go see Appalachian State.
1: Now, Florida A and M, uh, you know the 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 naysayers or not, maybe not naysayers, but the you know, the ones who are still skeptical about what this Tar Heel team is going to look like will say, yeah, things look great. Yes, Drake May broke all the records. You know, first guy to throw five touchdown passes in his debut with the Tar Heels, all of that. But it was a lesser opponent. It was an FCS team, and they were missing 25 guys who were ruled ineligible and all of this. I I've, I have heard, I guess, the, the, the gambit. Of yeah, buts about that opener. What did you see from Drake? Yeah,
6: sure. I mean, I, you know, I think first of all, you play who's in front of you, right? So, I mean, Tariels can't do anything about who the opponent was or who was available for that opponent. And so they're just going to go out and, and play who's in front of them on that particular night. So um, I, I, I don't think that carries a ton of weight as far as the Tariels are concerned because they just did you know what was uh what they needed to do and that's play the team that was in front of them but i i do think for drake may in particular um not just the stats to me were impressive tank and and you know you mentioned the five touchdowns and 294 yards and he rushed for more than 50 yards you know, all those things are really really good i thought what was more impressive to me were were two things one the fact that he distributed the ball the way that he did you know that was such a major story and major problem for Carolina's offense last year is that they had an all-america receiver of course in Josh Downs who's one of the best receivers in the country and yet they could never find the consistency at other positions offensively and whether that was the the connection with the quarterback wasn't there whether that was guys weren't getting open whatever it was there just wasn't a lot of diversity in Carolina's passing game a season ago. It was a whole lot of Josh Downs, and he's capable of that because of how good he is. But he has the ability to be better, and Carolina is better when it's moving the ball to different guys. And so with ten players getting a catch, seven of them had two or more catches. I just thought Carolina's offense was more dangerous and diverse because of that. And and you saw, for example, the tight end position get really heavily involved in the pass game. There were eight receptions between three different tight ends, with Bryson Nesbitt having four, Kamari Morales pulled in two, John Copenhaver had two, the three of those guys uh, combined for more than 100 yards and two touchdowns. So just an example uh, of Carolina's better diversity in the pass game. And that doesn't mean Josh Downs isn't going to get the ball. He, He still had the most targets on the team with 12 and the most catches with nine, and so he can still be heavily effective and heavily used while getting other guys involved. So I thought that was impressive from May. And then the other thing is nothing that you can necessarily, you know, quantify with a number. But I, I just thought Drake May looked comfortable in what he was doing. He never seemed after the first couple of. Minutes. You know, I, I did think, you know, he threw a good deep ball down the sideline on his first pass that probably should have been caught by J.J. Jones, but he wasn't able to bring it in. And so there was maybe a little bit of nerves, I thought, early from May, but as soon as he had a long run, he ran a 42 yarder uh, to into the red zone. And it felt like from that moment on, he just seemed very comfortable in what he was doing and, and wasn't flustered, wasn't rushed. Uh, it was mobile in the pocket both to run and to keep plays alive to continue uh, so he could throw it. He he just seemed like somebody who had been doing this at this level a lot more than this being his first start. And even how he handled himself after the game, you know, he he was probably the least impressed of anybody of what happened. And so uh, that kind of stuff I think is what really makes you excited because there's no question. I mean, Drake made six 6'5", and he can run and he can throw. I mean, The the stuff that you can't necessarily teach is already there. Um, And now he is bringing in some of these intangibles as well. That that certainly makes you excited for what Drake May can do uh, moving forward at that spot.
1: Yeah, I could not agree with you more. And I heard... uh... I I don't remember who it was, but I heard some uh, podcaster talking about the Carolina game. And uh, it it was one of the college football podcasts. And he was talking about how uh, he doesn't believe that Drake May is going to be that much of a step back from Sam Howell. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know that's a lot to put on a kid immediately. But the last time I fell in love with a uh, quarterback, you know, a freshman Carolina quarterback, it was Sam Howell, and I was pretty pleased with what I saw from him over his tenure in Chapel Hill. So Drake, obviously, uh, you know, with the with the big start, you saw a lot of great things, I, and I agree with you. I think he looked he he looked poised, he looked comfortable, he was making tight window throws. I you know, I think it was a great step in the right direction. But now this week comes a bit of a different challenge. You got to go on the road, go to Kid Brewer Stadium to take on Appalachian State, who is not. You know the unknown program that it once was
6: no absolutely and and I will say one thing about about Drake may and sam howe before before talking about this weekend's game and you know I think first of all, you know Sam Howe proved it for three years and and through for more than ten thousand yards he's carolina's leader all time and in, in yardage and in touchdowns and so i mean he has he he has his his resume is established and it's impressive and Carolina would not have been able to have been as successful as it was early in Mac Brown's tenure uh, without Sam Howell. There, there is absolutely no question about that. One area where Drake May does have a natural advantage is just his size. I mean, he he's six five, and Sam Howell is a lot of things, but super tall is not one of them. And so to have a quarterback that does have that kind of just God-given physical ability and size, I, I do think that is – Uh, a difference maker and something that uh, could really be a benefit for Drake May moving forward. Um, Now, for this weekend, uh, absolutely. I mean, this is a huge challenge, and and I think, and understandably so, a lot of the attention on this game has been the relevance for Appalachian, right? The fact that Carolina's going there for the first time, uh, that it's a good time to, Put a spotlight on, on App's program, which has been terrific, and uh, the fact that it did uh, not just be was it a FCS power, but you know made about as smooth a transition to the FBS level as, as any program has uh, over the last decade plus. And so you know now they are a team that is very consistent uh, in their conference. They're a team that is very difficult to beat at home. Uh, they have, and when they've been given the opportunity, they've competed well against uh, against bigger schools and Power Five-type teams, including beating the Tar Heels, of course, a couple years ago. So there's no doubt, and understandably, again, that the lead-up to this game has been a lot about Appalachian. Um, I do think this game also provides a really good opportunity for Carolina, and most notably in the fact that for the Tar Heels to be the type of team and program that they uh, want to be and that they feel like they are building towards... They have to be more consistent on the road. They just do. Uh, they weren't bad, but not great. The first two years that Mac Brown was here uh, on the road, uh, they were a little bit above 500 and, and had some nice wins, but also had some games that they, they wanted to have back. But you know, the last time Carolina won away from Keenan Stadium was when Javante Williams and Michael Carter ran all over Miami at the end of the 2020 season. That's a long time ago. Yeah, they've lost seven consecutive games. Away from Keenan. That's five true road games and two neutral site games. And you're just, you're not going to be a a top 25 program, a top 15 program, whatever, if you can't win away from home. And so for Carolina, uh, I think this provides them a really quality opportunity with a With a good young team that the heels seem to have with plenty of things to work on, but a good young team to go on the road and face a team that is a, a quality opponent that plays well at home, and there 'll be a tremendous atmosphere you know Kid Brewer uh, Stadium they list the capacity at thirty thousand the The general acceptance is that there's going to be between forty and forty five thousand at this game it it 'll be uh, one of the wilder scenes that apps ever had, if not the wildest tickets have been sold out since july in large part because the tar heels are coming they sold out their season tickets for the first time ever because the tar heels were on the schedule and so it is going to be a big deal and so for carolina the tar heels have to be able to manage that situation and not get caught up in what's happening outside the game and if the tar heels just play inside the game and between the lines then they'll have a chance to win if they get caught up in everything else uh it's going to be a long afternoon
1: Appalachian State likes to run the ball they've got a you know a two-headed monster uh, you know double impact uh at running back they can they can shove the ball down your throat on the ground and they bring back Chase Bryce who was once an ACC quarterback
6: yeah, this is the third time Carolina has seen Chase Bryce at three different schools. Mm-hmm. In his sixth year, he was on the sideline with Clemson. He didn't play in that game in 2019, but he was the backup quarterback to Trevor Lawrence that year. Uh, then was the starter for Duke in 2020 and uh, did not play particularly well against Carolina that year in a, a pretty dominant Tar Heel victory in Durham. A- and now has been at App last season and this season. This is Bryce's sixth year. and. There are a lot of guys on Appalachian that are fifth- and sixth year players that are taking advantage of that extra season of eligibility that was afforded to all uh, Division One athletes uh, due to the COVID season. And so this is a mature team. And you referenced uh, some of the positions offensively um, that App is, is good and old. Now, they did lose their top four receivers from a year ago. And certainly, as Carolina saw last season, that That's difficult to replace, even if you have good players coming in and filling those roles. It's just hard to automatically be able to replace that type of production. But they do have four of their five starters on the offensive line back. Uh, You mentioned the two running backs, Nate Noel and Cameron Peoples. You know those two guys combined for more than two thousand yards and and eighteen touchdowns a season ago. Those are impressive numbers. And so Carolina is going to have to be ready to stop the run. Uh, The Tariels will need to run the football. They did it really well last week, more than three hundred yards on the ground, held Florida A and M to just fifty six. You know, probably not going to have that type of swing this week. But Carolina would like. To be uh, as dominant as it can be in that area, and I, I do think that'll be an important uh, marker as far as which team is able to be successful this weekend.
1: Have we heard an update on Tony Grimes? How's his health uh, doing? Is he going to be able to go?
6: Right. So Tony Grimes knocked out uh, of the ball game early. It was just the second drive, uh, defensive uh, possession, if you will, for the Tar Heels last week. And uh, yeah, Carolina announced earlier this week that. Both Tony Grimes and Josh Downs, who was shaken up a little bit at the end of uh, the ball game against Florida A&M, as well. That both of those guys would be evaluated throughout the week, and, and that continues. Uh, Carolina's leaving uh, tomorrow to to drive over to Boone. They're staying. Actually, it's only the second time I can remember uh, Tank that Carolina's actually having to split the the travel party in two different hotels. Because uh, there's just not enough room yeah. at the first one. So uh, there's a hotel in Banner Elk where the Tariels are staying, and then another in North Wilkesboro where some others are staying. So. Uh, and, of course, the secondary hotel, that's mostly support staff, et cetera. The team itself will all be together at, at the one closer to Boone. Um, so uh, they're leaving tomorrow for that, and uh, they'll continue to evaluate both Tony Grimes and Josh Downs as they lead up uh, to this ballgame coming up on Saturday. So uh, no, no decision officially has been made yet on those guys.
1: How did you feel? We talked a lot about the offense, but, how, I mean, how did you feel about the defense And how it looked when this, uh, you know, this initial voyage in the, I guess, the comeback of Gene Chizik.
6: Yeah, a couple things. You know, obviously Carolina gave up too many passing yards last week. Yeah, gave up too many yards in the air. I mentioned they did a great job versus the run game, but Carolina did not feel like it it played very well in the pass game. And and there's a lot of reasons why. And they're going to sound like excuses, but I do think they are. Some reasons why Carolina did not perform the way that it really wanted to. One was the fact that Grimes was out, and so I do think that's a, uh, a difference maker there. When you have a very talented player at the corner position who does not play past the second uh, defensive effort of the ballgame, so certainly that affected things. Um, That, right now, just due to injury, is a position anyway for Carolina that's a little thin. With Day-Day Hollins still trying to work his way back from a torn ACL from a year ago. Legend Cavazos, the uh, transfer from Ohio State, was not available for this past week. Good news on on that front. Mac Brown saying uh, in the middle of the week this week that Cavazos is back practicing and uh, is uh, getting closer and closer to being available. So that'll be good for Carolina to have another uh, capable player at that position. And so I think that was part of it. Uh, I think that the Tar Heels were – they knew who the quarterback was going to be because Florida A&M said it uh, halfway through the week, but Florida A&M – pretty dramatically changed the way they played offense with that quarterback change. And so, I think Carolina went into that game a little bit in the dark as far as what they were going to see. And you saw that some, I think, particularly early, where the Tar Heels were trying to just react to what was happening and and try their best to keep Florida A&M in front of them a little bit. And and then, also, I, I just think the Tar Heels did not play great, particularly in the first half defensively. I think they felt like uh, there was just too much space given to receivers. Um, and it's interesting, Tank, because leaving that game, I thought, man, I, I thought the Tar Heel defensive front would get more pressure. And they got three sacks in the game. But in talking to the coaches this week, they were pretty pleased with what the defensive front did. And they felt like they got decent to very good pressure and felt like had they had some better coverage on the back end, even if we're just talking one – two seconds more of uh, coverage ability on the back side they felt like the pressure they were providing up front would have been much more effective and so it all works together of course maybe, maybe you uh, don't even need that extra second or two if you're just having an excellent day up front um, but Carolina felt like the secondary was the spot that that needs to dramatically improve um, as this year goes along and, and certainly uh, you want to see some some great improvement from week one to week two.
1: Well, it is going to be, as we said, a different type of a challenge this week on the road up in Boone to take on Appalachian State Tar Heels in town, and it's all going to kick off at 12 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. You will hear it right here on ESPN Asheville with Jones Angel, Dave Nathan, and the rest of the crew there with the Tar Heels Sports Network. Jones, we always appreciate you taking out the time for us. We'll catch up with you next week.
6: Sounds good. Tank. Talk to you soon.
1: You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville when we come back. Hey, uh, do do you have all of your your fantasy eggs in baskets already this year? You shouldn't, especially if you're not in on the battle for the belt. We'll tell you more about that. Plus, we'll start talking about uh, some sleepers for the college football season coming up. Black Mountain, get ready to rock dark city rock fest presented by elite events and promotions is coming to silverado's saturday september 17th starring saving Abel. twenty dollars in advance 25 day of show and a portion of the proceeds will go to united way dark city rock fest with saving Abel.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
0: The Sportsocracy. We treat star
1: athletes better because they're better people. That's
5: not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to
6: it.
1: welcome back into the ingles studio here on espn asheville and the battle for the belt we you know we want to get as many people involved in the battle for the belt not just not just because we love our audience and we love competing with you and interacting with you and all of that but because at the heart of all of this is we're as jeremy likes to say We're very slotty, like his fantasy football teams, for charity. And we want to make sure that we can give as much as possible to the Eblen Charity St. Nicholas Project this year. And the battle for the belt is your way to do that, your way to help us out. $20 donation gets you into the contest If you are the season-long winner, you, of course, get the custom-made championship belt. You will get the big prize pack that we plan on uh, uh, adding even more to throughout the season, but it's already over $1,000 in value. The winner will take all of that. We will have gift cards as well to give out to the uh, winners of our individual leagues it's a it's a two-level contest yes so there are you
2: you, the entry gets you into a best ball league of which the draft times are up on facebook now so you go pick out your draft time we'll stack you together that way if you win that gives you bonus points in the dfs contest plus you win a prize back from us Mm -hmm. the big battle for the belt is a season-long dfs contest no matter what you do you pick your own roster every week so if somebody gets hurt it does not put you out of the contest doesn't matter do it next week (laughs) right it is going to be a lot of fun Uh, i am sending out the email link tonight to the email addresses if i don't have your email address you might want to send that to me Mm -hmm. Uh, i i realized there were a couple people that did not have theirs on their entry so if you don't if you have not sent that in i am going to need that uh but season long in dfs gonna be a great time I am so excited for this contest.
1: We also have a spot for you in the contest if you cannot afford the $20 donation. Right now, we do have 10 open spots. Uh, five were donated by one of our good uh, good friends. Uh, the Dude Takes podcast, mm-hmm. Mr. Zach Sawyer. And we matched that and donated five as well. Indeed. So you can get in on the on the contest even if you just can't really scrape it together right now. So let us know. Reach out to Jeremy, jeremy at thesportsocracy.com. He will make sure everything gets connected. You could email me, but I'll just pass it on to him. So there's no need to do that. Just send it to jeremy at thesportsocracy.com and we will hook you up. We want you to be involved in this as well. So, again, the battle for the belt, get in on it now. And, of course, help us out uh, making sure that uh, as many kids as possible around our area have a very good Christmas with the Eblin Charities St. Nicholas Project. My life has changed so much since last football season. I've been thinking about just where I was at this time last year. Football season, September rolled around, and it was just the same old, same old. It's completely different this year. I have lost 90 pounds since last last football season started on the Ph.D. Weight Loss Program. They have taught me how to shed the weight, do it quickly, And I'll be honest with you, they give me a convenient program that I can follow. I enjoy the food and I have seen amazing results. I did not have the tremendous amount of weight to
2: lose, but I was an athletic person younger in my life and lazy, bad decisions with food and life had put me in a place where I wasn't nearly as active as I was. I was having problems sleeping and my back had begun to hurt just over half a year on this program i'm back to my high school weight i feel better than i have in years and it's all thanks to the planning program of
1: phd weight loss and like i said they teach you how to stay away from the things that are going to make you uh get bigger they want to help you collapse the visceral fat and there is there are ways that you can still enjoy the football season and the and the snacking and all of that they just teach you a better way to live Go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com today. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. PhD Weight Loss is the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. We're talking college football sleepers, plus we'll get weird right after this.
5: Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800 627 1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville.
1: Let's get weird, Asheville. Uh, my story today reminds me of god-awful times. God-awful times where, you, you know, one of my least favorite things to do is yard work. That's why when me and my wife bought our house, we bought a house with the smallest yard i have ever seen because i just didn't want to do it anymore i know jeremy loves yard work oh absolutely (laughs) i mean you catch me sometimes i'm other people's. he He loves being outside he loves sweating out in the sun it's just one of his favorite things to do um but here's the thing I, i have a thing about heights i can't do like tree trimming and stuff so this story when i saw it it came to me out of a nightmare because one of the things that Jeremy would always make fun of me for after doing yard work at the bigger yards was every time I mowed the yard, I got stung by a bee S- somehow, some way, yellow jacket, honeybee. It didn't matter. I was getting stung. Well, this guy did not have a good day. Uh, this past weekend, 20 year old Austin Bellamy up in Ohio. He was trying to help out his grandma, And they were trying to trim some trees. He was up in a uh, lemon tree, trimming branches. Everything was going okay until he made that one cut that he should not have made. He cut into a bee's nest. And he was up on the ladder, trapped, could not get down. The bees swarmed him. And this guy was stung 20,000 times. Sadly, Austin Bellamy is uh, in a medically induced coma right now at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. However, his doctors do say they expect him to make a full recovery. But can you imagine twenty thousand times? That's a lot of bees. The grandma and the uncle were on the ground spotting him while he was up on the ladder. They said they 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 tried or they wanted to get up the ladder to try to rescue this guy, but. What do bees do when they're threatened? They swarm the most immediate thing, and then they swarm everything else that they can find in the vicinity. So they were swarmed by bees on the ground as well. Couldn't get up there to help him. Uh, It was thanks to a hero firefighter in their town that was able to get him down, revive him, get him to the hospital, and he is going to make, like I said, a full recovery after being stung 20,000 times. That's insanity. If you really don't like lawyers, my story is not going to help you like them more
2: until the end. Okay. A video of Robert McKenna III, he is a Huntington Beach trial attorney, just went viral. He was defending a doctor named Asim Karishi okay. in a $10 million civil lawsuit. Apparently, Mr. Karishi was negligent in a death that happened under his care well they had a trial the lawyer mr mckenna they found him not guilty so they're not culpable no lie, all the things well the problem happened mr mckenna went back to his law firm and started gloating well the problem is somebody recorded him Mm. He was recorded as saying a guy that was probably negligently killed, but we kind of made it look like other people did it. And why and we actually had a death certificate that said he died the very way the plaintiff said he died, and we had to say, No, you really shouldn't believe what the death certificate says, or the coroner from Orange County overcoming these hurdles, we managed to sock three lawyers in the face, and then someone rings a victory bell. Oh. They hit the Kevin the Kevin Vick Memorial Bell. See, here's the problem with that though. When this video came out, a high-priced attorney saw it, Mm -hmm. and he went, you know, there's a thing about civil cases. Double Jeopardy is not a thing. Right. So they said, you know what? If we get another trial, I will represent the family free of charge. And this is apparently a hammer lawyer. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't take him long to go to Orange County Superior Court Judge James Crandall and get him to throw out the original lawsuit. So the victory is gone because your stupid lawyer started bragging on a video in the office and somebody recorded it. Now, it's not a $10 million lawsuit. It's a $25 million lawsuit.
1: Looks like maybe you spiked
2: the football too early. Yeah, Don't be a jerk
1: how can we get that how can we get that uh taken out Uh, can can we get that stricken from the record uh nope
2: nope nope can't see that's the thing about social media when it goes out there there's no reeling it
1: back wow just be careful Uh, that's the thing about doing business you got to make sure that everybody who's in your business in your employee you're keeping those people happy because they can get dirt on you various amounts oh and
2: the video is horribly damning it is i mean they're celebrating like it is at new year's eve oh yeah they got what really got them was that they out loud admitted
1: oh yeah he did it Mm -hmm. oh yeah he did it and it becomes even sleazier when you think back to There's a dead guy at the center. 100%. Right. Like that's the crux of this case. There is someone dead because of what this doctor did. And now the lawyers taking victory laps in the office like that.
2: Somebody ran for president one time that did the exact same thing.
1: Won't tell you who that is, but Google it. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. And here in the sportsocracy, we have, um, you know, we have something that I don't feel like too many other shows have. Two fat guys talking about sports. Well, there's that. Uh, But I was thinking about Flo Stradamus. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I hate to puff up your ego here, but you're pretty good at this thing. Finding teams that are going to be, you know, make you a little money during the college football NFL season. So when we're talking sleepers for college football in 2022, who's the first team that comes to your mind?
2: It's not even close. And and I really hate to tip a pick for tomorrow, but I'm gonna. It's hog-pig-sui. It's Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Arkansas, was. I don't think people understand, that was not a good roster. They came out last year and did things that were at least a year ahead of schedule. The the thing about that is you got meaningful reps for guys that are going to play this year. You have weapons. Your offensive line is made up of five guys that I feel very sure have flipped tractor tires at Mm -hmm, some point. mm -hmm. And this is a big, scary team that nobody seems to want to talk about. I'm not telling you they're going to win the SEC, but they're a complete afterthought. If you look at the money in Vegas, they play Cincinnati on Saturday in Razorback Stadium. Six and a half point favorite. What's that tell you? Cincinnati Cincinnati's pretty good. You know, they were they were there last year. That's and now are, I know you know? lost Desmond Ritter, yeah. you lost Jerome Ford, you lost a lot of other pieces. Right. Still a talented team. When Vegas throws out seven points on a team that no one is talking about, that means they're scared of one kind of bettor. Me. They are scared that people like me are going to look at this and go, oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's, to me, the easiest pick of the weekend. Like I said, I hate to give it out early. That's Mm -hmm. the easiest pick of the weekend, and it's not all that close.
1: And you like them throughout the season as well? I like
2: them season long to be one of the most irritating teams that you could possibly have to deal with. Open the season, Cincinnati, South Carolina, Missouri State. Guess what? All three of them are in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. All three of them are three wins, and I don't think any of the three of them are within 10 points. Then you go to Texas A&M. If you've listened to this show for any period of time, you know that I trust Jimbo Fisher about as much as I trust Birds and Sashimi. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a quarterback. That's one. There's no line on it yet. I know what I project it will be. Mm -hmm. I like Arkansas. I don't care where it is. Yeah, Alabama, it's at Arkansas. That's the one positive I can say here. Now, talent, talent for talent, you can't keep up with Alabama. Of course. But I look at the
1: rest of that schedule Go! I don't know where you're supposed to lose. Mm -hmm. Mississippi State, BYU, Auburn, Liberty, LSU. Now, the
2: bad thing is three of those games are on the
1: road. They go a
2: whole month where they do not play a game in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss is in Arkansas. I don't think you're going to come in there and beat them. That's one of my favorites in the nation that I just look at and go, why is nobody talking about this team? They lost
1: virtually nothing. Because they're not in the picture. They're they're not in the championship picture.
2: They're not, but I could see them being much closer than you think. And mm-hmm. if you remember, I said the exact same thing last year. You did. I said the exact. What were they? Four and a half. I think was their their over under and wins. Something like that. I remember they hit it in, in before November was over. Mm-hmm. Might have had several little tickets that said Alabama or uh, Arkansas over four and a half. Right there's another one in that same conference and i cannot for the life of me figure out why nobody talks about them
1: tell us you because you just you don't know i mean you know what don't you know you don't know how good this team is gonna be you saw last year i I mean obviously coaching helps (laughs) Coaching helps. You had Ed Orgeron leading this team last year who had given up. Go Tigers. After all of the scandal and uncertainty and you had guys quitting in the middle of the season, just, oh, I'm injured. I got, you know, I'm going to sit out for the draft. I don't feel like that's going to happen this year because now you have Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, obviously a huge upgrade from Ed Orgeron as the head coach.
2: I just, I just love this narrative. I just love that's exactly what I was hoping you were going to say. I love this narrative that, oh, Ed Orgeron left the cupboard bare. They don't have the players. Have you looked at where this team finished in recruiting year over year? 2021, third. 2020, fourth. 2019, fifth. I don't think the cupboard's bare. Mm-hmm. He was literally LSU was out recruiting the Notre Dame team that he just left. And I understand he went to Baton Rouge and all of a sudden developed some goofy accent that makes Nick Cage and Con Air sound like, I don't know how I don't know how to finish that. I had four <laughs> thoughts and none of them were good. I mean, I get that the accent's goofy. Right. They're going to house my Florida State Seminoles on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, house them. I don't them. see any way around it. But, but you ran for 400 yards. Yeah, on Duquesne. Who I was Sunday years old when I found out they had a football team. Mm-hmm. I just, I look at that number. L, do you know what the number on that game is? No. This screams to me how little respect LSU is actually getting. Florida State's not good. I'm a booster. Mm-hmm. I, if anybody was going to be overly nice, it would be me. It's LSU minus three. That's it? I could see them winning this game by three touchdowns and it's in new orleans Mm -hmm. there's just this belief that well brian kelly it's gonna take some time what's gonna take time he's won everywhere he's ever gone Mm -hmm. and i could argue this is one of the most talented teams he's ever had he won at notre dame how many offensive skill guys have you seen come out of notre dame in the last 10 years not many oh by the way he's an offensive guy I understand the defense was less than ideal. It's because the entire program incinerated in the middle of last year. Mm -hmm. I don't get it, and I don't think I'm ever going to. I've seen people have them behind Auburn. Stop talking. That's ridiculous. That's insane. Right. Insane. And in our YouTube comments, Rob Johnson threw out, Brian Kelly can't win the big games. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's not true. I'm also going to say what you're referring to was at Notre Dame. And be real honest, look at that schedule. How many big games you actually got? Mm -hmm. Got They don't play a game in the first half of the year that they should not be a touchdown or higher favorite until they play Tennessee, and that's in Baton Rouge, and will probably be at night. And yet they're just a complete afterthought. Mm Mm-hmm. Not every team has to be a national title contender for them to be worth talking about. Right. And that's a team that I just look at and go, you are going to be a headache
1: all year long. And the question is, can they get close? Can they get close to contending in in year one with Brian Kelly?
2: I would say they start 6-0. and Then you have to go to Florida, which is going to be tougher than you think. Mm-hmm. Because by then, you're going to have Anthony Richardson on the right page. You'll have Billy Napier that is just light years better of a coach than Dan Mullen ever was. Where you get into
1: the pivot is what happens when you go Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas. Whew. And then you get UAB, and then you have uh, Texas A&M to follow that up. The back end of that schedule is going to be brutal. It's It's daunting. It's daunting.
2: But I don't think you're at a huge disadvantage to Ole Miss or or Arkansas. I don't think you're a hu- at a huge disadvantage to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm going to keep saying this. You do get that they don't have a quarterback, right? Max Johnson was their best hope, and he's the backup. Jimbo Fisher, the 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 great Sasquatch of great coaches, had that one year at Florida State, and has was
1: that made him two hundred million dollars? You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Who else is Jeremy going to be relying on to make him some cash this upcoming season? That's coming up next. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told him what I was looking for, told him my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to andersonnissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
3: Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingles Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingles Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year.
1: Welcome back into the Sports Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Who's Jeremy going to make all his money on this year? Is he... I mean, Kansas State has long been one of your uh, favorite upsetters. Every year I find teams that I just fall in love with. Liberty.
3: Oh, Made Liberty. a lot of money on oh, Liberty. Oh,
2: Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze bought me a car. I'm reasonably sure of it. Now, this year probably not probably not going to fall into that trap again with liberty although they have a transfer quarterback as well
1: it's not malik willis but not bad right right so you've already given us arkansas lsu who else can be considered a sleeper a team nobody's talking about that will make an impact in college football this is going to be a little counterintuitive
2: uh, and you'll know why at the end of this program Nobody talks about Oklahoma State. True. They were oppressive defensively last year. Mm-hmm. And they return a ton. Yeah, they lost the signal caller in Malcolm Rodriguez. I get that. But the defense is still good. The offense, I you know, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. But I've heard absolutely no talk about them and none about Baylor. Other than Desmond Howard. who's completely out of his mind well i I mean they're just not sexy programs and that's the thing that's for people like me i love a program that is a ham sandwich nothing sexy about it Mm -hmm. nobody talks about it because what's going to happen with that nobody appreciates it Mm -hmm. which means lines are going to move that's how i made all the money on kansas state it's in the middle of nowhere Nobody knew who Chris Kleiman was. And so nobody talks about him. They didn't they didn't fail to cover a number more than I think three or four times in a year and a half. Wow. I'm not telling you they're good. They're fine. But those are programs that you really nest on. And I will be honest, now that I'm looking at, at Baylor's schedule, I I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. <laughs> I actually understand how Desmond Howard threw them in the playoff i don't know who they're supposed to lose to well oklahoma and texas come to mind and both of those are on the road mm-hmm. i don't have texas nearly as uh, i apparently do not think of that program nearly as rosy as everybody else does that's well, most overrated college football program of all time and and oklahoma you we all know how i feel about them
3: mm-hmm. brent well,
2: venables is just going to come in and set everything on fire I, I, frankly if they i will be sure if they don't make a bowl game oh come on that was
1: okay I went, yeah i, I was getting there. ready to say all right i went a little farther. come there. on you still just because you lost your best players to U.S. all of them yeah all of them you, didn't all lose, of all of them.
2: you didn't lose all of them well they couldn't play dead in the western defensively anyway
1: which is why there's hope that brent venables will cure that but what are you gonna do on offense that's my question
2: uh I hope dylan gabriel is using the same locker that caleb williams did maybe some of that talent
1: hung around in there maybe using some of the same substances that uh, you know fernando tatis did I don't no know. <laughs> that's
2: crimes you don't want people to do crimes. crimes
1: i don't you know we don't encourage doing crimes here so okay in our daily Baylor draft in, today,
2: in our daily draft today we're going to draft our cfp busters
1: yes if we we, are both
2: dead in the wind we are locked in on four teams
1: yes it's Alabama and Ohio State Georgia and Clemson
2: well your Clemson is my USC
1: yeah yeah you've got you've got USC I'm just not so sure that that's gonna go that way that way tell me how it doesn't I don't know I don't know See, that's
2: that's where logic comes in of okay all right let's because i get railed on about this usc thing all the time Mm -hmm. and my immediate response is look at their schedule and tell me who they're supposed to lose to Mm -hmm. at utah okay i don't agree with you but i'll give you that one and then oregon they don't play oregon oh well they would have to play them in the conference title game and i don't believe in oregon as much as you do right The fact that Oregon is ranked ahead of them is one of the more comically stupid things I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. You brought in a defensive head coach from across the country to play in the Pac-12. All right. man. I'm sure he's a fine guy and I'm sure he's a fine coach. That fit never made a lick of sense to me. And I have a funny feeling
1: you're going to see very quickly what I see. Could Lincoln Riley run the table? In the Pac 12 in his first season. It's just a lot. It's just a it's just a lot to ask for in year one. Not saying it won't happen, but it could. So, coming up after the Sports Center update, Daily Draft, we'll be talking about who could break in to the college football playoff. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly
0: pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green tank spencer there's no holding back in the sportsocracy presented by ingles supermarkets and fred anderson nissan of asheville
1: it is the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and locally 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 third hour of the program on what is officially game day College football begins in earnest tonight, week one, kicking off at seven o'clock with the backyard brawl to the place I belong. (laughs) West Virginia Mountaineers and the Pittsburgh Panthers and uh, the other big headliner game of tonight will be the Purdue Boilermakers, excuse me, uh, taking on Penn State, the Nittany Lions. I have a definitive lane. do at home, too. I have a definitive lane in one of those games.
2: I am still weighing whether I am going to let my heart
1: or my head pick the other. Uh, all of Jeremy's banger picks, the green on green and the five on it, we're going to shove it all together at the end of the uh, hour here. So stick with us for that. Tomorrow, we will have three
2: full gambling segments in this show. Oh, it's going to be great. And I have got some underdogs, shoe buddy. I may break my own record for the highest number I have
1: ever laid. Okay. Interesting. You'll have to stick around tomorrow. All three hours for the betting picks. Um, plus, we're going to have a lot of fun just previewing the weekend action that is
2: finally here it's oh it's so good uh, I, and the first night getting my west virginia mountaineers with graham harrell we might actually be able to score points for the first time in uh, uh, when did clinton go out of office <laughs> I, I think it was about that about since then
1: first time since the bowden years that- the
2: first time since the uh, uh pat white steve
1: slayton years oh those were those good. were good times those were good those are very that was that was Rich Rod, wasn't that it? That was Rich Rod. And then it all went south when he left. Anyhow, daily draft time. We always kick off the third hour of the program with our daily draft. And today, since we were just talking about college football sleepers and who Jeremy's uh, you know, maybe banking on to uh make a little bank this year, it's good to talk about the college football playoff. Yeah, and look. I made fun of Desmond Howard yesterday for making his outlandish picks on the college game day program last week when he said that he thought that Baylor and Pitt and Michigan and Texas A&M were going to be in the final four. In fairness, in fairness, there's only one of those
2: that's really a spicy selection. Now, not having the big boys, that's the spicy part.
1: Of course, not having Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, because I feel like we're all going into this season with those three teams already locked in. At least I am. I mean, Baylor is plus twelve five to win
2: the national title, so I guess that is a
1: little spicy. I don't know that I really see a path for those three teams to not be in the college football playoff because the three of them combined, I will be surprised if they have four losses. I would be that would be shocking to me you will have one of them out of the SEC more than likely will be undefeated because I could fully see a path where Alabama and Georgia are undefeated going into the SEC championship game and then it none of it matters we just you're both making it it's just a question who's the one and who's the three exactly Ohio State who's going to stand in their way into Big Ten your guess is as good as mine And that was a big part of the way I'm looking at this. For us to say
2: that you can be a party crasher, there has to be a path for you to do that. Since I won yesterday, I have the number one pick. And there is only but one that I look at and go, this makes 100% sense. So they will be my number one pick. That is Utah. Utah ah the utah utes if you're gonna make this you're almost gonna have to win your conference Mm -hmm. Uh, unless it's just a second team out of the sec which i'm sure we will have several of those before this is all said and done so you're gonna have to find the way that one of those alabama georgia doesn't make it or you can just go the path less traveled and say well you had usc Mm -hmm. let's say utah beats usc they're as impressive as i think they are and then they beat them again Utah would then be in the playoff. Right. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's anything that Clemson could do that would keep them out. Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, you go on down the line. If that were to happen, it's possible. This Utah team is really good. Mm -hmm. Then in theory, that would put them right there as the four, and they would just get demolished
1: by whoever it was they played from the SEC. And according to our good friends over at BetUs.com, Utah... Is plus five thousand to win the
2: title. And now that sounds like a lot until you realize that every team, not Alabama, Ohio State, or Georgia, is at least a thousand or higher. Yes, including Clemson and USC, plus eighteen hundred.
3: Ah, it's easy money.
1: Ahem. Ah, sorry, had a frog. It's not easy money. You got to win the championship to do that. And you think you it's USC can hang with the with the with the three favorites? I think they're very very good. I mean, very, 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 very good. We know they'll be good offensively. My question is defensively.
2: That would obviously come into a problem in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a problem through the 12 games of the regular it's, season. It's really Which not. gives you 13 grab-tookus games to figure out exactly how you're supposed to play defense. Yeah, but it also
1: gives you a lot of opportunity for you to lose your best players through injury. Also which, true. Which is always it's always a risk. I mean... Would Alabama have won the national championship last year had John Mechie not gotten hurt? We don't know the answer to that. But it didn't hurt Georgia in any way that John Mechie was not available for that game.
2: And so, now I feel like the the parameter of this should be you can't take the, the fourth team that I have and, you, and I can't take yours. Yes, Clemson, what, USC. The, all the five that we've said are going to make it. They're off the board. Yes. Everybody else is still available. Yes. I will... I, I, I just feel I like would that would be cheap that. for me to go, uh, Clemson.
6: Cause yeah, you can take, take USC.
1: Of course you would. <laughs> I would a hundred percent take USC. Um, all right. So my first pick of a team that could break into the college football playoff and kind of spoil the party for the four teams or excuse me, the five teams that Jeremy and I both have in the college football playoff, um, you know, it's this is not gonna be super spicy by any means, but I am a big believer in their head coach. I'm gonna take the Notre Dame fighting Irish. And that hurts my soul to do that because I've always been the Notre Dame naysayer. But all I'm talking about is getting into the playoffs. And I look at that schedule and go, okay, so you're going to have to beat USC, which is tough. You you're going to lose to Ohio State right out the gate. And see, to me that I'll be honest with you, that We, could, we could have gone
2: ten picks here. I wouldn't have. I would never have taken Notre Dame.
1: No, because I could see a path where Clemson stumbles. Texas A and M's got a couple of losses you know and maybe well, you're also, maybe usc you, you also seem to, to be up. overlooking the fact that
2: they have to play clemson and usc i think they get absolutely eviscerated
1: in all three of those yeah, see it but clemson is the one team that i look at and go yeah okay you're you're ranked very high but there are also some unknowns that i don't that i'm not sure i'm ready to commit to notre dame who we don't really
2: know anything about their quarterback is going to score on that Clemson team that has seven draftable prospects, I'm gonna Maybe. say no. Maybe. I'm gonna say no. Notre I mean, Dame's one of my favorite unders. Your favorite unders for the season because their projections nine and a half with the bowl game. Okay, always be careful with that. By the way, more than one I've seen more than one person get burned because a team goes eight and four or uh, nine and three in the regular season, mm-hmm. then they win a bowl game. That
1: counts too. Yeah. Depends on the service. always hit you on the over. Um, Notre Dame plus 4,000 to win the national championship. I believe there is a path that they could get into the playoff, especially if the first week, you know, Wing and a prayer. Touchdown, Jesus. Don't know what kind of deal Marcus Freeman has made. He would
2: have to make that uh, Joe Namath,
1: Bill Belichick deal with the devil. Maybe he did. And I don't think the head coach at Notre Dame is going to do that. Maybe he did. You don't know. You don't know what he does in his private time. We've been shocked by some other things that have happened with coaches in college football throughout the years. I'm going to make a
2: sweeping declaration here. Now, I'm not saying anything about the number. If Notre Dame outright beats Ohio State, Mm -hmm. I will do this show Monday in a chicken suit.
1: I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm saying if it if it's competitive, if it's close, if for some reason Ohio State doesn't win by two or more touchdowns, which is I think what's going to happen, and it's close, then that'll be a discussion at the end of the season. And see, I just there's there's
2: way too many variables with Notre Dame. That has letdown written
1: all over it to me. Mm-hmm. I got to take the other, quote-unquote, layup. And I know that Jeremy's not going to take them because he hates them. But I don't necessarily hate them. I think they're a very talented team. I think they have a lot of young players that they're going to get a lot out of. I even believe in their coach more than Jeremy did, and he's a guy that won him a national championship. Yep, I already wrote the man. knew exactly. Texas A&M fighting Aggies.
2: Yeah, that's two you've now taken, that there was absolutely no path I was getting there. I just don't buy it. Mm -hmm. I do not buy it. I have never bought it, and I don't think I ever will. With Jimbo or just Texas A&M? Jimbo Fisher had a special roster at Florida State. Mm -hmm. I don't see that here. I I see a team with no quarterback. I mean, you have a quarterback, but for whatever reason, he didn't win your job, which is unsettling to me and now you're going to go into a division where you have to play Ole Miss, Arkansas, Alabama, and LSU. You know what all four of those teams have in common? I trust them more than I trust Texas A&M. Okay. That would
1: terrify me. All right. It is a tough schedule. You're going to have to you're you're going to have to put your big boy britches on and win some big games. But this is the team that beat Alabama last year and maybe they grow on that
2: i know one and i'm just gonna lean on the there has to be a path for you to get there okay and there is a team that i think has enough winnable games on their schedule that will look attractive enough that if they go through the schedule i'll say let them out and this is gonna pain me to say even more than it would have pained me to say jimbo fisher it's miami Miami gets Texas A&M at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. You win that game, you, you all of a sudden have cred that I, hey, I don't think you've actually done that much. But nationally, everybody will be talking about the use back. Then you go a solid. That game is on September the 17th. They do not play another game that they could lose. I'm talking any shot that they lose until November the 19th yeah I, I know they play north carolina that's in miami and do you remember what happened last time because i
1: promise you they do mm-hmm. that was the javante williams Michael that was where Carter they, game.
2: that was where they damn near set an ncaa record for most rushing yards in a game mm-hmm. trust me they remember that and i guarantee you mario cristobal even though he wasn't there he will use that all week long then you end up at clemson and against pittsburgh you win those two games you go into the acc title game and i'll be honest with you i don't think they keep you out you would have three wins that would just be far superior to whoever that four is going to be mm-hmm. if you've got an undefeated miami and an undefeated usc tie goes to miami
1: because they have wins that you don't all right miami jeremy's choice now he has another pick coming up i but, do and this one's a little bit more difficult but we're also up against it with a break. So we're going to give him the opportunity. Think about it for a second. Make sure that's where you want to go with your third selection. I have another one, and I think I need a few minutes
2: to make sure it can actually come out of my mouth because I've I've kind of spent all
1: offseason sliding this team, but I feel like they're the easy pick at five. You are in the sportocracy here on ESPN. Asheville, the Daily Draft continues next. College football playoff bracket busters.
2: Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at
1: 828-365-1663.
4: Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage.
1: The Sportsocracy. Hello, everybody. This is good old JR. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer. Boy, these boys are smart. You talk about Goofy and a pet coon. Let me tell you something. This show is a legitimate slobber knocker. Welcome back into the Daily Draft here in the Sportsocracy. Check us out at theSportsocracy.com. So far in our college football playoff bracket busters Daily Draft. Jeremy's come up with Utah and Miami as possible entrants into the Final Four. I'm going Notre Dame, Texas A&M. Jeremy is on the board for another pick here. Who could possibly break into that group of Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, USC, and Clemson? Those are the teams that are eliminated because those are the teams that Jeremy and I have picked to make the Final Four this year.
2: I have looked through every team on this list trying to find somebody that makes sense more than the team I'm about to say. You have to go back to you're going to have to, you're going to have to win a conference or you're going to have to knock off one of the other teams. There's one team that has a path to doing that. I don't think it's a great path, but I've been wrong before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hedge NC State. NC State. State. Okay.
1: Let's say, Clemson,
2: have... let's say Clemson still has offensive problems. This is a vet team. Get the win this weekend against the fighting Mike Houstons. Mm-hmm. And then you look down the
1: schedule. There's not a – it's not super daunting the more you look at it. It's, it's really not. And the ACC is weak. We know that. But it's just strong enough. It's just strong enough that if you beat Clemson
2: – Mm-hmm. Beat Wake Forest after Sam Hartman comes back. You'd have a win against East Carolina-Texas Tech. I'm not saying those are, but those are at least non-conference games that weren't the Citadel. Roast beef tech, yeah. And then you'd have to beat You'd have to beat Carolina at home and then beat Miami in the ACC title game. hmm That's probably enough. Maybe. I would there say – There ain't another maybe. school that if they don't lose to East Carolina, you don't have a losable game until October the 1st. Mm-hmm. You don't have another one after that until November the fifth. You
1: don't have another one until the Friday after Thanksgiving. Right. All right. NC State, by the way, in case you're wanting to, you know, just burn money, you could put a uh a wager down on them to win the national title and get plus fifteen thousand odds. For the NC State Wolfpack. Um yep that that one was never coming out of my mouth so i'll leave that one to you now it's my turn again and i am uh you know i made fun of him for doing it but i'm gonna take one of the teams another one of the teams that desmond howard had in his final four his college football playoff field it's baylor
2: I should have taken them instead of NC State.
1: Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. Dave Aranda has, you know, I, I liked him before he went to Baylor and turned them into a really good team. I mean, they were a really good team last year. Now, I know there's a lot of change on that team. You don't have the defensive stars, especially in the secondary that you had last year. Jalen Petrie and JT Woods, those guys are in the NFL now. But you do have a last year's backup, who I believed in, Blake Shapen, is now taking over the quarterback reins. This is a team that always runs the football well. They play hard-nosed defense. That's Dave Aranda's bread and butter. And I look at their schedule and go, yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I did not think you were going to do that because you believe in Oklahoma way more than I do. I don't believe Oklahoma has a shot. Uh, you know, I played the Jim Ross drop coming in here. He's a Sooner, and no no offense, Jr., but your Oklahoma Sooners are not getting close to the college football playoff this year. Oklahoma, on the other hand, can, because they have a couple of roadblocks on the schedule. I mean, they do have to go to Oklahoma, and they have to go to Texas. Those are going to be tough games to win on the road. Do you get Oklahoma State at home? And we remember they, they had a hell of a Big 12 championship game last year with Oklahoma State and won it on one of the greatest defensive stances, stands that I've ever seen in college football. And other than that, I'm not thrilled about or scared of anybody else that's on their schedule. They could possibly win the Big 12 and find themselves in the college football playoff. At worst, I think they lose a game. In this season. They won one of the big bowls last year. They could very well be in another one of them this year. So I will take the Baylor Bears, who for the national championship, you can get them for ooh, twelve thousand five hundred. Means you would make that if you wagered one hundred U.S. doll hairs. hmm They have ooh, they have the same odds as Kentucky. Arkansas Kentucky and Arkansas they're just above North Carolina
2: to me that's ridiculous hey my NC State pick has the same odds as Washington (laughs) of which there's a better chance that uh, we find 53 people
1: from Asheville to go win the national title Uh uh-huh uh-huh all right and then for my next pick I don't really want to do this But they're also a team that I think is a whole lot of fun to watch. And there's a very small chance that they're going to be able to even win their conference. But I really love their coach. And I think he's doing a hell of a job trying to rebuild that program. It's the Ole Miss Rebels. Well, I've done this poorly because that was my
2: next pick. Oh, no. No. There is a possibility. Look, I, I I've been on record as saying I think Jackson Dart's going to win Heisman. Yes, I do believe he is that good. And now that he's tied to Lane, now it's all all I did was change the coach. Was Lincoln Riley? Now it's Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Zach Evans was a big get. Question is, can they stop anybody? And I just don't know. They lost a lot of talent off
1: that defense. They did. It wasn't great in the first place. They did, and they play in the SEC West. Uh, four of their last five games, much the same as uh, Texas A&M. They got LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama, and Arkansas. That's four weeks in a row. Nev, if you came out of that four-week stretch and you were two and two, most teams would consider that a major win on the season. Not that it wouldn't be for Ole Miss. But I think they could probably they, – they might be able to go 3-1 and one in that stretch because that's how good the offense is. All right. Now, this is the official hedge
2: of all hedges. Because these are two teams that I do not particularly like, but they do have two of the clearest paths to get in if they were to run the table. And they don't play in the most difficult conference you've ever seen. Okay. Now – One of them has a great big roadblock because they have to play Alabama. If you can keep that within striking distance and then you run the table and you win your conference, you got a shot. These two teams are very well linked. So might as well say them together, Texas and Oklahoma, Texas and Oklahoma, Texas and Oklahoma. Let's say Baylor can't score somebody's winning that conference and i don't know how it would be anybody that's not those three Mm -hmm. there is a substantial drop off drop off from there and if either one of them is better than i think they are they're gonna win that conference Mm because i don't think either one's necessarily drastically behind baylor Mm -hmm. i just like dave aranda better than both coaches i like the roster better but you never know maybe you strike lightning in a bottle you have a direct line notice there have been there there's been two sec teams
1: and i took neither one of them there's a reason for that yeah i mean because it is the toughest conference to try to come out of and there is
2: a every one of them has the gigantic roadblock of either alabama georgia or both
3: Mm mm-hmm
1: All right, my final pick for today's daily draft in the college football playoff party crashers. It's the Penn State Nittany Lions. I don't feel like there's a shot. I mean, there's not a snowball's chance in Atlanta that Sean Clifford is going to be able to carry a team to a national championship. But he is a sixth-year senior. He is. Which is definitely something that mm-hmm. deserves its flowers mm-hmm. um i mean like you know being older than everybody else can have its advantages kenny pickett comes to mind off of uh last year's pit team the bad part is is they gotta they gotta beat both michigan and ohio state and then do it again when you play them in the big 10 yes. title game
2: yeah i do not see a shot of that I think they're going to
1: struggle tonight. Just let that be known. They could. This is not a team that looks flashy on the offensive end. They don't score a whole lot of points. But the defense clamps down James Franklin. I've been waiting for the year that I could turn around and go, see, that's what I'm talking about. This is what I expected when James Franklin took the Penn State job. Maybe that's this year. Maybe with the senior super senior quarterback and maybe you can make it happen. Really tough defense, the Big 10. It's not the hardest of conferences, at least as it sits right now. But you do have two big roadblocks and maybe you can pull some magic. Penn State plus 10,000 to win the national championship. Again, you'd be setting money on fire if you did it. But if you're right, that'll be a thing you did forever oh it's all the doubloons all right do you have a udfa i do all right so we're gonna go with and it i went super deep super deep all right i am trying to
2: uh this team is plus plus thirty five thousand. holy smoke this team has longer odds than georgia tech all right i'm just go ahead give it to us they could lose tonight
1: All right, let me get mine out of the way first, and then uh, we'll let you go deep-divey with your UDFA. Uh, Mine will be the LSU Tigers. My family, I I get it. Me and my family came down here to win national championships. I get it. It's just there's a lot of impediments. There's a lot
2: of impediments to all of these teams. There are way less impediments to my last one. Oh, gosh. It's the Pittsburgh Panthers. (sighs) Oh. let's say keaton slovis is what everybody thought he was Mm -hmm. who exactly is supposed to stop you it's a talented team you have one of the best running backs in the
1: country Mm -hmm. got a great defense
2: offensively you're very stout Mm -hmm.
1: defensive line is great and that'd be all well and good but they're gonna lose tonight to the west virginia mountaineers stop it
3: oh stop inciting me i
1: just did it i just put the old uh tank spencer kiss of death on your west virginia mountaineers you you certainly did for tonight all right there it is your daily draft for the day teams that uh, might uh, snowballs chance in atlanta be able to crash the party in the college football playoff this year you are in the sportsocracy when we come back the most important message of the day plus we will get into tonight's action on the gridiron when it comes to losing weight and getting healthier there is one name that i now trust above all others and it's dr ashley lucas the phd weight loss program has helped me lose more than 85 pounds since thanksgiving the numbers speak for themselves the phd team has helped me through the process with the guidance of dr ashley lucas who is the owner and founder And now she has a new title, best-selling author. Her new book, Five Steps to Reset the Scale, is a bestseller on Amazon. PhD is helping me collapse the visceral fat that has been holding me back all these years. And I'm also learning how to break the addictions that I have with food. PhD provides me with 80% of the food that I need to have success on the program. And at under 210 pounds, it has opened up a whole new world to me. Get Dr. Ashley Lucas's book, Five Steps to Reset the Scale, at MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Ph.D. Weight Loss, the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans.
3: At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Seen everywhere on YouTube and heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Time for the most important message of the day. Do not do crimes. Stupid criminal stories are one of the things is just the lifeblood, I feel like, of this program sometimes. And boy, do I have a doozy for you coming from St. Peter's, Missouri. This is, uh, you know, a town along the Mississippi River where a group of burglars decided that they were going to try to steal guns. Never a good idea. They decided they were going to try to do this, though, from an academy sports store. So first off, the group goes and they steal two cars. They steal two cars. One of them, they drove into the front of the store to break in, as you do. The other one was the getaway car. Here's the problem they got into the store. It was about 5.30 in the morning. They get into the store. They didn't bring anything with them to get to the guns. Now, the guns in the Academy Sports are all locked up behind the counter. They also have protecting the guns, bulletproof glass. So they had guns and they came in and they tried to shoot out the, the, the case the glass case well the the bulletproof glass didn't break so what did they try to do they tried to kick it so the bullet wouldn't pierce it but you thought kicking it was going to work that was a brilliant idea uh would you like to know how many guns they got away with zero zero indeed now the weirdest part of the story other than these guys are just absolute morons there was a report Hours earlier, in Illinois, on the other side of the Mississippi River, from where they were in Missouri, St. Peter's, Missouri, uh, O'Fallon, Illinois, on Highway 50. Hours earlier, a similar situation happened at another Academy Sports. So I have to say that I feel like this was the same group of guys because the chances of there being two different incidents where somebody drove into the front of an Academy Sports and tried to shoot out the glass that was keeping the guns, the the, the chances that two of those happening at the same time and it not being connected, I'm going to say pretty remote. So they tried it at one and then did the same thing at the other one. Of course, the they are of they're they are on the loose they don't you know they're looking i don't for look them. for them
2: to get to a loot arrest for long oh my gosh my story is not just a stupid criminal my story is a slew of stupid criminals oh okay what do i hate more than anything in this world birds what do i hate more than anything that doesn't fly in this world
1: <laughs> snakes
2: I don't mind snakes. Uh, TikTok is what I was after. Oh, oh. I, I had a long list there. The Los Angeles Police Department has issued an alert saying there is a pandemic stemming from TikTok. Okay. Apparently, there is a TikTok Kia Hyundai social media challenge. Okay. What this is, is idiots, and that is as nicely as I can say this, doing crimes because they're hot wiring kias and hyundais and recording it and putting it on tiktok oh my god because those two vehicles do not have ignition immobilizers which makes it exponentially easier to hotwire them a crimes b recording yourself doing it (laughs) is the stupidest (laughs) thing i think i've ever heard it's Uh. now happened so many times in the year of 2021 Kia and Hyundai made up 13% of all stolen vehicles in Los Angeles. So far this year, that number is over 20%. Wow. And it's in large part because of a stupid TikTok challenge. Who steals a Kia? Am I the only one that is starting to think that TikTok might actually just be evolution bearing itself out?
1: 100%. I mean,
2: I know that's an offensive thing to say to some. Some of the stupid things I have seen people do on that app are dumbfounding to me and how many stories have we told of people that die whilst doing
1: things that they were trying to put on tiktok stop it darwinism it's wonderful we got college football tonight week one gets underway seven o'clock tonight and we know jeremy you're all about your west virginia ninjas Taking hey, on Pittsburgh. Look, this is going to be a competitive game. We haven't played
2: the backyard brawl in quite some time. Very formidable opponent. Was that enough, Coach? Speak. Yeah, any- that's fine. Okay, that's fine.
1: Because what I really want to say is,
2: we're going to this game by three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first time the backyard. Our
2: couches, baby.
1: The first time the backyard brawl's been held in ten years, and yeah, you got. Two former USC quarterbacks, they're going to be going head-to-head. JT Daniels, back up for the national champion Georgia Bulldogs last year. And, of course, Keaton Slovis, starting for the Pittsburgh Panthers.
2: I still—I have not really changed my opinion on Keaton Slovis. I still do not think he is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. JT Daniels on the other hand, I've always thought he was more talented than Cowboy Hat Bennett. Pew, pew. I'm right there with you. And now you got Graham Harrell running the offense. It's not going to be that, oh, good Lord, I'm trying to not swear. Offense that I got to watch last year. And Jared Dagie I don't have to say that name ever again, and that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm.
1: The other competitive game that we have tonight is Penn State and Purdue. Big 10 showdown outside of that. Are there any of these games that you think are going to be close? Maybe a couple of them are closer than you might think. Well, maybe so. We got Jeremy's picks of the night coming up next here in the Sportsocracy. Uh, If you're making one pick to change the rest of your life, you need to pick PhD weight loss. You got a weight problem. You've been like me. You've been a a, a big person your entire life, and you never really know how to... how to get a handle on it. How do I get healthy when I've always been unhealthy? PhD weight loss has a program that has helped me lose 90 pounds since last Thanksgiving. I went into a store today, handed them my ID, and the guy looked at it and goes, whoa, you've been working hard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I have. And it's interactions like that that just make me think, maybe this isn't it. Maybe I have more that i can accomplish
2: i did not have to do whoa off your driver's license things however i had gotten very lazy and sedentary in my lifestyle i was athletic in my younger years but i had gotten we'll say a little pudgy now after just over six months on this program i'm back to walking golf courses being competitive being and i'm back at the gym doing all the things i'm supposed to do it's thanks to
1: the planning program
2: of phd weight
1: loss if you're looking for whoa reactions maybe you need to call them Go to myphdweightloss.com today. PhD Weight Loss, the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. When we come back from the break all your banger picks for thursday night in week one of college football rogue combat club asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training has a goal for our community one that's stronger more fit and unwavers in its support of one another rogue combat club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai and wrestling Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com.
4: Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At HomeTrust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need, and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. HomeTrust Bank is ready to help make a house your home. When it's time to buy, visit your local HomeTrust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage.
0: Office the closes on Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power,
6: then you get the whip.
2: Oh, it feels good to be doing this with teams that somebody might care about. I got five picks for you tonight. First night of college football. First real night with real teams that matter. First, the Tennessee Volunteers are a 35 and a half point favorite tonight against Ball State. They might cover that in the first half. <laughs> I don't care if the backups come in. I could care less. This is going to be an evisceration. Tennessee is trying to prove a point. I love Tennessee. I'm not going to lie. We had not talked about it much. I love this team going into this year. They're going to be really scrappy and really annoying. This is going to be one of their only chances to really put up points. Give me Tennessee minus 35 and a half. Penn State's a a three-and-a-half point favorite tonight at Purdue. People are undervaluing. I understand Aiden O'Connell's a six-year senior for Purdue. So is Sean Clifford at Penn State, and Purdue lost all their weapons. It's as easy as it gets. Penn State, easy, minus three-and-a-half.
0: Oh, you didn't know.
2: I love more than a road dog, and I got three of them. Louisiana Tech is a a 21-and-a-half point dog tonight at Missouri. Missouri sucks, and that is the nicest (laughs) way I could possibly say that. They shouldn't be a a 21-and-a-half point favorite against a group of Girl Scouts. Give me Louisiana Tech plus 21-and-a-half. Central Michigan is a a 21-and-a-half point dog tonight against Oklahoma State. I'm not saying this game's close. Remember last year, Oklahoma State did not score easily. Central Michigan is better than people think. I think it stays about 17. Getting Central Michigan plus 21 and a half. And the backyard brawl. Country
1: roads. Take me home. I tried so hard. To the place. I wanted to do it. And I'm going to
2: give it country roads, baby. West Virginia plus seven and a half. They pull the upset out right. Take me home, country roads. Country roads.
1: Oh, there it is! There the it fight is.
2: The Jeremy Graves are getting to win tonight.
1: Yeah.
2: Florida State may let me down on Sunday, but I'm getting one this weekend.
1: <laughs> a lot of build up to this West Virginia Pittsburgh game. Of course, it is the backyard brawl that has not been played in a decade, and. I just don't know. I mean, can, get, how do you get your guys all invested in this when most of them didn't even know this was a rivalry? I bet.
2: Ah, uh, no, they knew it was a rivalry. Trust me, as somebody that's been in this, I promise you, Pittsburgh's about a, it's a little over an hour, and it is. It's one of those things that if you've never lived it, I can't really explain it to you. This is a level of hate that rivals Duke, Carolina basketball. These two schools absolutely despise each other. A lot of guys come from the same area of the world. You grew up either rooting for West Virginia, you grew up rooting for Pittsburgh. There is a lot of hatred here. And I'm telling you, here's what swayed me. I almost got swayed back by your kiss of death because you are the absolute worst person to have on my side. Mm -hmm. But college football, Fox, uh, college football, whatever their show is called, they put out a graphic. It was a little, they, they had recorded Pittsburgh players, west virginia players they asked every west virginia player say something nice about pittsburgh every one of them responded can't. can't there's not anything wow and i watched that and i went you know that's a level of anger that i have not seen in quite some time probably back to the rich rod days mm-hmm. and there's something maybe i'm fallen for this i've fallen for it before and you know what i'll take my l i got plenty of games to get back this weekend I have a funny feeling that Graham Harrell is going to make this offense look coherent. I've always liked JT Daniels. He knows this is a deep quarterback class. He knows this is one of his only real shots to prove that he's an NFL-level quarterback. And I think he's going to do it.
1: Yep. It's been a fun day. It's been a fun day already. We've had uh, news all over the place. Russell Wilson getting his big five-year contract extension with the Denver Broncos. Uh, Tennessee Titans, unfortunately, losing Harold Landry for the season with a torn ACL. The big trade in the NBA. The Cleveland Cavaliers getting Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. And we get to top it all off with a little cherry on top of the Sunday. Opener of week one college football. It's so
2: good. There's games all night long. There's games tomorrow. There's games on Saturday. Uh, obviously, a full slate of games on Saturday. Oh. And then you have the two cake toppers, the ACC matchup on on Monday with Clemson and Georgia Tech and my Florida State Seminoles taking on the LSU Tigers on Sunday.
1: Indeed, we're going to It's have...
2: just a weekend full of football.
1: Oh yeah. We're going to have a whole lot of fun on this program tomorrow and, picking all the games. And look, this is a PSA, all right? If you see
2: A very large, ginger-bearded individual after West Virginia wins this here game, and maybe he's wearing less clothing than you would want him to, and he looks like maybe he's had an adult beverage or two. You know what? Just throw him another one because he's living his best life. And what are you, a (laughs) cop? All right? I haven't had much to be excited about in a long time. This has Jeremy comes in tomorrow, just so let down, and his say, head hurts. Don't and,
1: don't don't be in public,
2: at least. Oh no, I might just be stone cold Steve Austin. Steve Austining beers off my uh, porch. If
1: That'd you live
2: near me and you see that, just you know, maybe mind your business. What, maybe are you close a cop? the drapes.
1: What are you a cop?
2: Maybe just move along and let a man enjoy his day.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it'll be a. Uh... It'll be a surprise if Jeremy doesn't get a complaint lodged against him in the apartment complex hey, tonight.
2: You know what? I'm a friend of the H-O-A.
1: Well, I'm a friend of the HWA. So.
2: Oh yeah, that's who you should be praying for. Oh gosh. Oh, she that's is... who you should be praying for. Oh. I mean, the destruction that could be left in my wake if we actually win this game.
0: Oh.
3: oh.
2: You might have to drop our trash off at the lumberyard. <laughs> I mean, You might have to take this to build more iron and metal by the end of it.
1: You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Enjoy tonight's football. We'll be here to uh, preview all of the weekend action with you tomorrow, three o'clock, right back here in the Ingles studio. To the place I
2: belong, West Virginia.